You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. This is episode number 108 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast, and in today's episode, you're going to learn about why one of the most popular office products of all time, the Post-it Note, sat in the labs at 3M for such a long time before being made commercially available to the public. And in today's bonus fact, you're going to learn more about the Post-it Note, specifically why it is the color yellow. So let's get into today's show. The post-it note was more or less invented accidentally, and when first introduced to the public, flopped. Today, of course, it's an item found on just about every desk the world over. It was made possible by an accidental invention by a man named Spencer Silver. According to the former vice president of technical operations for 3M, Jeff Nicholson, in 1968, Silver was working at 3M trying to create super-strong adhesives for use in the aerospace industry and building planes. Instead of a super-strong adhesive, though, he accidentally managed to create an incredibly weak, pressure-sensitive adhesive agent called acrylate copolymer microspheres. The adhesive did not interest 3M management, as it was seen as too weak to be useful. It did have two interesting features, though. The first is that, when stuck to a surface, it can be peeled away without leaving any residue. Specifically, the acrylic spheres will only stick to surfaces where they are tangent to the surface, thus allowing weak enough adhesion to be able to be peeled easily. The the second big feature is that the adhesive is reusable, thanks to the fact that the spheres are incredibly strong and resist breaking, dissolving, or melting. Despite these two notable features, no one, not even Silver himself, could think up a good, marketable use for it. Thus, even with Silver promoting it for five years straight to various 3M employees, the adhesive was more or less shelved. In 1973, when Jeff Nicholson was made the product's laboratory manager at 3M, Silver approached him immediately with the adhesive and gave him samples to play with. Silver also suggested what he saw as his best idea for what to use the adhesive for, making a bulletin board with the adhesive sprayed on it. One could then stick pieces of paper to the bulletin board without tacks, tape, or the like. The paper could subsequently be easily removed without any residue being left on the sheets. While this was a decent idea, it wasn't seen as potentially profitable enough as annual bulletin board sales are fairly low. Enter the second major event that would lead to the post-it note, this time courtesy of chemical engineer Art Fry. Besides working at 3M as a product development engineer and being familiar with Silver's adhesive thanks to attending one of Silver's seminars on the low-tag adhesive, he also sung in a church choir in St. Paul, Minnesota. One little problem he continually had to deal with was accidentally losing his song page markers in his hymn book while singing, with them falling out of the hymnal. From this, he eventually had the stroke of genius to use some of Silver's adhesive to help keep the slips of paper in the hymnal. Fry then suggested to Nicholson and Silver that they were using the adhesive backwards. Instead of sticking the adhesive to the bulletin board, they should put it on a piece of paper, and then we can stick it to anything. This initially proved easier said than done in terms of practical application. It was easy enough to get the adhesive onto the paper, but the early prototypes had the problem that the adhesive would often detach from the paper and stay on the object the paper was stuck to, or at least leave some of the adhesive behind in this way. There was no such problem with the bulletin board Silver had made because he had specifically made them so that the adhesive would bond better with the board than the paper. Two other 3M employees now entered the scene, Roger Merrill and Henry Courtney. 
The two were tasked with coming up with a coating that would be put on the paper in order to make the adhesive stay bonded to it and not be left behind on whatever the paper was stuck to when it was removed, a task at which they were ultimately successful at achieving. However, because management at 3M still didn't think the product would be commercially successful, they more or less shelved it for three years, even though the post-it notes were extremely popular internally at 3M Labs during this span. Finally, in 1977, 3M began running test sales runs of the post-it note, then called Press and Peel, in four different cities to see if people would buy and use the product. It turned out no one much did, which confirmed in the minds of the executives that it wasn't a good commercial product. Luckily for officers the world over, Nicholson and Joe Ramey, Nicholson's boss, didn't feel like giving up yet. They felt the marketing department had dropped the ball in that they hadn't given businesses and people samples of the product to use to let them see for themselves just how useful the notes could be. So, a year after the initial flop, 3M tried again to introduce the post-it note to the world, this time giving huge amounts of free sample post-it note pads away in Boise, Idaho, with the campaign deemed the Boise Blitz. This time, the reorder rate went from almost nothing in the previous attempt to 90% of the people and businesses that had received the free samples. For reference, that was double the best initial rate 3M had ever seen for any other product they'd introduced. Two years later, the post-it note was released throughout the United States. So after five years of constant rejection for the adhesive and another seven years in development and initial rejection, post-it notes were finally a hit and have since become a mainstay in offices the world over, today being one of the top five best-selling office supply products in the world. And now for today's bonus fact. Ever wonder why the standard color for post-it notes is yellow? It turns out this was just a kind of accident as well. The official story from some at 3M is that it was because it created a good emotional connection with users, and that it would contrast well stuck to white paper. However, according to Jeff Nicholson, there was no such thought given to the color. The real reason post-it notes were yellow was simply because the lab next door to where they were working on the post-it note had some yellow scrap paper. That's why they were yellow. And when we went back and said, hey guys, you got any more scrap yellow paper? They said, you want any more? Go buy yourself. And that's what we did. And that's why they were yellow. To me, it was another one of those incredible accidents. It was not thought out. Nobody said they'd be better in yellow rather than white because they would blend in. It was a pure accident. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode or find more articles at todayifoundout.com. <laughs>